What's up, everybody? You're listening to Lyle's Movie Files. I am Jeffrey Lyle's. Joining me at this time right now is the main man, Javon King. What's up with you, man? Well, I'm great, sir. How's everybody? How are you, Jeff? How are you, Jason? I hope everybody's doing well, man. Let's get this thing going. Stepped all over the thunder there. I mean, just like... That's what I do. Head I'm, line, I'm and the like, thunder hey, hey, god. here's me. Jeez, I'm the okay. thunder god, Thor. And also joining me tonight is little brother, Jace. What's up with you? Oh, uh, nothing much. Time to get ready for some grade A podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> Top shelf. Well, well, since Javon tried to take claim of the title, and since there's going to be a vacancy soon, let's start off with the first bit of news this week. Chris Hemsworth is going to be starring in a biopic that's going to be a Netflix original on the early days in life of one Terry Bollea, a.k.a. Hulk Hogan. Now, fellas, this is an interesting biopic because normally we wait until the guy's long, a shell of himself, battered down, kind of barely remembers his name, uh, or dead, or is in the midst of a career renaissance. None of those hold true for Hulk Hogan. So, and, you know, in fact, he's starting to put his, dip his toes back into the water in the WWE after that whole uh recording leaked in the sex tape with his best friend none of which will be covered in this movie which is instead going to be a american hero story pun intended on terry's rise to fame in his early days as a thriving young wrestler before becoming the end all be all of wrestling so fellas what do you think about this Jace? I I I think uh I think this is I think that's a cool idea. I I, I don't I, mean, I don't it's interesting that they're doing a biopic on Netflix. So I'd like to see how they how they tackle that project. I don't know who the director is or anything like that, but I'm intrigued. I I think Hogan kind of needs he kind of needs that a new shiny coat after that tape tape came out cuz I mean, as much as like I know how we talk about like somebody says something one time or something like that, you kind of need to say, all right, that's not who I am. Let me let me show you who I really am in, in movie form. So I, I think that it, it should be a good chance to get some uh, young actors in there other than Chris Hemsworth uh, playing some of the AWA guys. That'll be cool. Uh, maybe have some uh, Road Warriors or something like that. A Mean Gene. So it should, it should, it'll be fun. Do we know what year it's coming out? It's in the early works, but when you got a guy like Chris Hemsworth, Todd Phillips, who directed the Hangover, Hangover series, is going to be the d- director for it. It's got enough clout that I don't think it's going to take, it's not going to be stuck in development limbo for four to five years. I would assume we'll probably see this around 2021, maybe 2022, but Netflix is desperate for content right now and I don't think it's going to take long. I mean, it's it's a wrestling movie, so I don't think they're going to need to worry about any special CGI. So it shouldn't be a very expensive film to make outside of maybe recreating the arenas like Madison Square Garden, you know, if they can't borrow that for the movie. But my main question is who are they going to get to be Andre the Giant exactly. or 
You know, like who who is tall? Because the guy who plays the mountain in Game of Thrones doesn't look at all like Andre, and it may just be a case of this guy is the only tall person. So we're gonna have to go with him. Uh, you, you could, could use a do guy. a cast call. Yeah, there's some there's some big you know. But um, could anyone act on the level of Andre the Giant? Let's say this: you could do <laughs> Paul. You could do Paul White. Um, yeah, he doesn't um, look anything like him. Okay, you you put a wig on him. And a, and a prosthetic nose. I mean, you can you can you can work around certain aspects. I think, you, like I said, Javon said, like a good makeup job, you could do that. Uh, the big MMA fighter dude, nah, but he's too cut. He's you kind of need somebody who's tall, intimidating, but not in shape, so you couldn't. You, sort of doughy. Yeah. So, I'm I'm sure there's there's a there's some uh, casting call you could throw out there and get some guys like that. Um. They, Some, yeah. Somebody, a good Roddy Piper. That that I'd like to see who that would be a hard one to cast. Yeah. Yeah. And they may get creative in regards to. I think they 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 may have to get creative in regards to like Andre, where you show some real footage of them, like for the for the wrestling bits, but off camera stuff, you may have to get somebody who can portray Andre mm-hmm. enough enough to where you can. You can kind of suspend disbelief that that's not Andre the Giant or looks nothing like Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? Is is uh, Chris Hemsworth tall? I mean, like, I mean, not 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 as tall as Hulk Hogan, of course. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think he's like you know six seven six. Yeah, yeah. he's not even six four. I don't think. Yeah. Well, so, you know, Hogan was billed as six eight, and that doesn't necessarily mean much. But it's um, not like he was six three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm trying to find out these details for you now, fellas. He's six okay. two. Okay, and, and you can enough. you can lift him up, and you yeah. can put smaller people around him to oh, yeah. accentuate that height. Tom Cruise. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this, this is reverse Tom Cruise. I mean, I mean, well, no, I'm sorry, but like you you have enough guys that who are going to work with him. They're going to be like five eight five nine, so he'll still yep. have that intimidation. You know, you put that bug in my ear. I could almost see Tom Cruise being Roddy Piper. He can he can go nuts and crazy. <laughs> he can jump on some couches. I mean, I could almost see that. He, I mean, well, this is way too low crazy. for him. But, man, I could actually see him doing that. That's Gunner, crazy. what's up, man? We're talking about the Hulk Hogan biopic with Chris Hemsworth coming to Netflix. We're trying right, to yeah. who the heck is going to be in this movie. I want to know who's going to be the junkyard dog. Who's going to be Hillbilly Jim? And macho man. I want to know, know who's going to be Superfly. Yeah, I want. Uh, I want. Uh, oh, they probably won't have Superfly. Why not? That would be like a total Don Cheadle type Super, of character. Superfly kind of has a murder. Like he just recently died, but he's hold like, up, hold up, man. Who is like? Might still put him in who's there. ripping paper on us? I mean, okay, I know it's not you. It must but, be Javon. Are you flipping drinks over there? No, I'm actually sitting still. Unbelievable. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is like he he might not be in there because of that. You don't want to bring up old, uh, dig up old wounds, so yeah. he might not see a superfly. But like most, I mean, like it's. I'm really hoping they can actually secure the license of all these. Hey, Jay, turn your radio down. Jeff, I don't have any. You've got an echo. I don't know how. Either. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I think is is I'm hoping they can actually secure all the licenses of the families, and 
Yeah. Hey, that, that'd be a nice paycheck for them to help. Now, the real question is if it, because I know that Hogan and Eric Bischoff are producing it, but the real question is, will the WWE sign off on this? And will they do the WWF or WWE logo? Because I think they need a lot of hand-holding and partnership with WWE to make this work. Otherwise, it's just going to be random ring. Hey, here's Hulk Hogan in WCW back in 1990 or 1985. It, it, that's going to be a difficult part, too, because we know Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania from the WWF era. And you're going to have to have that licensing where you can put WWF to me because it's going to look crazy to see mm-hmm. WWE. You're going to get taken totally out of the movie if you see that. It's like if you're shooting, to me, that would be like if you're shooting a period piece from the 1970s and a Tesla rides by in one of the scenes. Like, seriously, no, that, that's not going to work. So they're going to have to have that buy-in. Um, you're going to need a lot of licensing from the WWF from that right. era. Like, I am a real American theme right, song. Right. Hot Rod, Roddy Piper. You know what I mean? You're going to need all that. You're going to need all, all of that. Because uh, otherwise, there's no point. And yeah. are we going to see Chris Hemsworth, Hulk Hogan, uh, saying his prayers with his vitamins? <laughs> you know, with the steroids? I mean, vitamins? Hey, vitamins. Those are <laughs> vitamins. vitamins, okay? Vitamins, yeah, they'll probably yeah. share they, I mean, if they're going to do a biopic, they kind of have to touch on that. You think, but Hogan's one of the producers. And I'm always oh, kind of yeah. weird when people involved in the subject are too closely oh, yeah. into the to the production of the film. Gloss over. Because we need warts in a Hogan biopic. Otherwise, there's no point. Right. I mean, the thing is, like, a, a lot of the guys that don't, are, are like, they, they, they knew Hogan, they're, like, kind of, like, Hey, there's like I said, there, there's some bad stuff about the dude. He's like as awesome as he was for wrestling. He's kind of insecure, which basically is why that you know the tape came out. It's like he says some stuff that's like really a, shows he's an insecure person. So it's like, but I don't think Hogan's gonna put that in his own bio because he's like, no, I'm awesome. <laughs> oh, it's his, it's his biopic, and he's just picking the stars and stuff. I missed that. Okay. No, Chris Hemsworth is uh he's working on it. And Hogan and his best friend from WCW, Eric Bischoff, are producing or some of the producers of the film. And the problem, of course, is, hey, uh, this is my movie and I'm kind of in the headlines still for bad stuff. So if you can make me look awesome, that would be great. And I think it's going to be a really crappy movie if all we get is that. I, If I had this movie to make, I would open it with the sex tape. Like him waking up, oh my gosh, I slept with my best friend, and let me go off on black people. And then fast forward to the tape getting leaked out, and him going, what the heck happened? How did this happen to the holster, brother? And then we get a long flashback. I think that's how he started. Where do you end his movie, Jeff? Um, I don't know. With his triumphant return to the WWE Blood Money show in Saudi Arabia? Wait, that's probably not good. Um, no, that's not a good look. When he picked up the 900-pound Andre the Giant at Madison at uh, WrestleMania three, no. Um, oh, when Who's he goes on warrior? the stands, when he goes on the stands and testifies that Vince McMahon and him did steroids. Whoa, Wait, whoa, whoa. Uh, okay. we're gonna need we're gonna need to make this a little not as grimy as Hogan really could be. 
Well, I mean, I think that's true for most wrestlers, honestly. Um, I think what you'd probably do, because they're trying to focus on his early years, and, I, and if you do that, you stop before he goes to WCW, because that could be like a whole different movie. I mean, we could, we could really have a trilogy of Hulk Hogan movies if, if it was, you know, not Netflix. Um, and he was like revered still. Um, before the sex tape. You know what? That's probably how you end it. I don't think so. I think you have him at WrestleMania three. I think that's the end point. I think that's his the peak of his triumphant early run in WWF, and you ended there. After Rocky two, right? Rocky three. No, no. Rocky three is when he's still in the AWA, and Vern Gagne doesn't realize, hey, I've got this guy who is going to set everything on fire i'm not going to put the world title on him and yeah i think everything's going to work out just fine but it doesn't and um so then vince is like hey dude you want to come over to my promotion i'll make you the big star and we'll make a lot of money together and hulk goes yeah okay so i think if you ended at wrestlemania 3 that that goes through his journey learning to you know watching superstar billy graham studying this his style, mastering it, and um, you know, doing his thing. So, yeah, that's how I did that movie. Wrestling. Now, as you just recently watched wrestling from, let's say, 1975 through almost 87, have you talked to them and actually said, I am available as a consultant? I would be happy to advise this movie. I, I will hang out with Thor and tell him exactly how to do it. Don't listen to Eric Bischoff and Hogan because they have a different idea on how Hogan's life should be portrayed. But I think if it's a, a real fluff piece, I think it's going to be a disservice to people who would watch it, hoping for some vulnerability and some truth behind you know, the facade that he and Vince McMahon created with this great American superhero. Well, Which was great for the That's 80s. all we're going to get. I know. But that's but all we we're going to get. Yeah. 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 The good thing is, you can actually partner this up really well for like the next season of Glow. And like basically when Glow is finished up, like next season, you have this one come on right behind it. Kind of pro wrestling little month or two. Wrestling with shadows. Okay. Yeah, so lots of things they could do with that. We will see. I think it may need to go dark, man. I mean, look what they did with the James Brown joint that, you know, did fine. I'm like, got to show the whole thing. They started off with that Bama on crack. Like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got you to show some warts, especially, like, for me, I didn't need to watch three hours of Ali showing him running around with all these different women. Like, I didn't care. And same deal with Ray. I could care less who he was sleeping with. Like, that wasn't interesting oh. to me. I wanted to know, like, the process of music. I was going to say, which Ali? There was like five movies about Muhammad Ali. The one with Will Smith. I'm sorry. Okay. Ali. <laughs> I'm like, that that I'm like, long, like, torturous okay. three-hour ordeal. I liked it. Well, okay. I liked how it ended, finally. That, it had a great ending. But man, I like how they, you had to work for it. Right. That was but I like how they touched tour. on. Yeah, but they like how they touched on um, the relationship between him and Howard Cosell enough. I think there was another movie that did it better. Um, and then that, you know, his just relationship with all the other people in this corner. Um, I thought that was interesting because it's not really shown on screen as much. What, what about the wives? Because I noticed you're not talking about the wives, which is what oh, that movie there. spent so much time with. 
Uh, I'm getting there. Time like you have to read when I said that's what I was saying. Yeah, let me get there. Damn. So yeah, no, nah, I like how it cuts on that. Like honestly, I, I mean, you gotta look at. I want to look at the whole picture, and you know, being a fan and being a son of a huge fan. Um, you know, you gotta. I wanted to see the whole thing, the whole the whole story. That's just that's guy. I, all right. Good deal. All right. So, Javon, you were talking about this show that you just started watching on Netflix. Because, like, we're going to just run with a Netflix half hour or 45 minutes. Uh, so, tell us about what you've been watching lately. Um, Umbrella Academy. It's new on Netflix. Um, I really started watching this because there was, there was a lot of stuff in my queue that I was like, eh, whatever. And, um... I tuned in the first two episodes, um, not to give away too much, um, but based on a comic or was it's more or less graphic novel than comic, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's a lot of research that I did. I actually don't know about this one. Okay, well, it, it's it's based on a print. Um, it's so a woman who was like. Uh, the Virgin Mary who gives birth and pops out like, uh, what, 27 kids or so, and some billionaire takes them, some of them in, and some of these kids have extraordinary abilities, and he hones their abilities. Um, it's still, at least for the Netflix portion, they're playing it very vague as what they, from what I've seen, what these kids' abilities are being honed to do, what's the larger purpose for their abilities, but so far, so good. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's not kind of interesting, it's really interesting to me. Um, and, um, I'm eager to watch the rest of it. Don't want to give too much away because this is fairly new. It's not like bird box where it's been talked about ad nauseum. Um, if, if you're interested, check it out. It'll be at the top of your feed. You know how Netflix does with their original content and try to force it down our throats. But this is one you might be interested in if you like the sci-fi genre. If you like like X-Men, uh, uh, Avengers, this would be right up your alley. All right. So, uh, we've talked about Hulk Hogan. We've talked about Umbrella Academy. But one thing we won't be talking about much longer on Netflix are Marvel movies or shows. We just got word a few days ago that Punisher and Jessica Jones have been canceled. And that wasn't a huge surprise because, you know, Luke Cage, Defender, or Defenders, Daredevil, and Iron Fist were already canceled. Not a shock, but this really puts the last nail in that Marvel Netflix coffin. So I know we're all thinking, yeah, it's just a matter of time before they switch over to Hulu. But what do you guys think about this whole Marvel and Netflix thing? Cause I feel like this was a better match than, you know, some of these other deals. And, you know, there was just a ton of content that Marvel provided for Netflix with the shows, with the movies, Captain Marvel, is not even going on to Netflix. It's going to show up on Disney Plus. Ooh. Where do you guys think this whole thing went? I think it's a good business move. It sucks for the fans to have to wait to figure out which platform it's going to be on, or have to get Hulu again, or pay more for whatever. It sucks for the consumer side, but it's a good business move if you're eating dough. Chase, what do you think? Uh, as a consumer. This sucks because this is another means I have to pick up another platform. And if I was a cable cutter and somehow didn't have Hulu, I'd be really pissed because it's like now my bill is getting just as expensive with the router of buying all these daggone platforms, which 
I'm probably going to pick up Disney, uh, the Disney one, because they're trying to phase out Blu-rays and stuff like that completely, basically to make you buy buy the all these streaming services. So you're like, what are you talking about with phasing out Blu-rays? Like, like, uh, what was it? Sony? Uh, I know Samsung just is no longer making Blu-ray players or 4K players. Like the actual devices, they're not making them anymore. So basically, if, if they're they're Samsung, who is a, I mean, most of us own a Samsung TV, is getting out of the Blu-ray market. I mean, devices market. There's a, that's the sign right there. They're the studios and everybody are basically, hey, we want to move all this to streaming, which is a big problem for consumers, which they haven't we have, most of them haven't figured out yet, because they're oh. going to start raising the prices. On all of these, there's like Netflix is already, I mean, you're getting good content, but they're raising the prices to make you pay for it. And you're now going to start losing some of the stuff that you were paying three or four years ago. You were paying nine bucks for. Now, Disney, this makes it, it's a great, it's, it's a, it's a annoying move, but they're like, hey, we get to keep all the profits and not share them with Netflix. Netflix is like, well, we'll just like, like a uh, mom and said, hey, we'll just make some more content that you guys don't have a part of. Like, so let's talk to image. Let's talk to, um, what is, is image the one that does uh walking dead and, um, uh, like invincible Jeff? Yes. Yeah. Like you, you gotta just like, Hey, we, we need content. Like you got, you got a hundred episodes, I mean, 149 episodes, uh, uh, issues of invincible. If, uh, Seth Rogen doesn't make a movie that let's, let's get in bed together. Cause that could, we could all make some money on that. So, it sucks for it sucks for the consumers, but we're we're gonna have to eat this one up for a little bit. Cool, uh, Chief, what's up, man? Hey, hey, uh, good evening, fellas. Good evening. <laughs> We've just been talking about this Marvel Netflix deal and how it's gone south and what that means for people. What do you What are your thoughts on this? Are you going to subscribe to Disney Plus to get these Marvel shows? And the original content shows watching movies like Captain Marvel, Avengers, Endgame, because they won't be on Netflix. Uh, so, so is that is that the plan where they're gonna take all these shows that they canceled and now put them on the Disney? Uh, like, yeah. You know, um, so so Luke Cage will be taking place again with same character, everything, but this time on Disney. That seems like the plan. Okay, um, I want to say I, 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 I subscribe to it all, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, hell, I've got Netflix, I've got Amazon Video, I've got Hulu, I've got Shudder, I've got DC Comics one, which I haven't even watched the DC Comic one. So, I, you know, I think I probably will subscribe to it. Um. I think it was foul the way uh, they made Netflix do us in a sense. You know what I mean? Especially if you, if you're not up and running, and then taking the product away from the people, um, I think is you know I think it was a foul thing to do. Um, you know, especially uh, Netflix had a brand; they had you know money already going into it, so on and so forth. So I mean, in the long run. Disney has a whole host of movies, and, you know, they're only going to get, you know, bigger and better uh, now that they've uh, got this Fox franchise with the X-Men and everything. So, 
I mean, it'll depending on how much it is, it'll probably be worth having. But I just don't like the way they went about it. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So, but I'm looking forward to you know. I mean that everybody. I mean, hell, I, the Iron Fist, the last Iron Fist was good. So that was coming into its own. Um, so I'm just hoping that uh, you know these people and the thing. You know, when is this thing supposed to take place, anyways? When are they saying that uh, this is supposed to uh, be online? Disney I mean, how Plus. Ah, uh, you know, they've been very shy about their actual news on this thing. Yeah. Um, Nineteen is what I keep see. hearing on CNBC because I'm looking at their daggone stocks because you know I get that money. So it sounds like. They keep saying 2019 on them on the money network, so those are usually the more accurate ones because they know about that. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, if it's if, if they've got a this I fall, guess this, fall this fall, okay, cool. uh, yeah, well, if, if that's the case, I mean, especially if they got episodes by the time this fall rolls out of right. you know one of these Secret one of these, you, you know what I mean? Like they don't just come out with oh we got the you know we've got content you've already seen type stuff. I'm hoping that by the time this fall takes place, they've got the shows already ready to go. That would be nice if they had, they, you know, if they had the shows ready and were waiting like, yo, we've been waiting for you. We've got everything ready. All you got to do is come, pay, and start watching. You know what I mean? Sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a good timing for when um, Avengers 4 and whatchamacall come out um, um, on, like, what would be Blu-ray unless Jason is assessment of the Samsung situation is correct, which scares the hell out of me. Um, that means that, you know, Captain Marvel and, 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 and uh, Avengers 4 would be right on time for that, for the launch. So that's that's smart. That's pretty smart, actually. Yeah. So Netflix won't get them. And yeah. Now, here's something that may push you guys over the edge that I'm just reading now. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi may be getting a six-episode series on Disney+. Plus. Presumably yeah, star Presumably Ewan McGregor. Sold. That would be awesome. I thought we knew that, though. Like, didn't we hear a rumor that that and, like, somebody, something else was popping? No, it was just, like, a few days ago. Oh, I thought something else was popping on... Like, They're doing a, a Rogue One spinoff with uh, uh, Cassian, but that was that was the one that they announced a long time ago. That's, We've okay, got that's a Loki series, a Winter Soldier and Falcon, and Vision and Scarlet yeah. Witch okay, with the oh, actors man. from the movies. So, I don't know, man. It's just, to me, I don't see pain for all of these services and may pick and choose. And for me, I already go to you. Amazon UK to get the 3D Blu-rays of movies uh, from Disney. So I don't mind tracking that stuff down. And if I have to go track down on eBay and something or whatever to find a 4K or Blu-ray player to replace my broken down stuff, I'm going to do that. I don't like my whole thing with Netflix is, hey, this is leaving Netflix. Like, why is the movie leaving I, I can go to my shelf and not have to worry about it leaving the shelf. I don't want a three-month window yep. to watch something. It's like, screw you. I'm going to watch it whenever I want to watch it. And I don't want to, I mean, because I was looking on Netflix for Shawshank Redemption. And it was 
on January 2018, and it was gone April 2018. Now it's February 2019. It's like, well, I want to watch it, but I can't watch it on Netflix. Like, don't I put in my list? Like, yo, where are my Godfathers? They just went away. Thank God I have like the collections on my shelf in both. Exactly. Think about DVD and Blu-ray. Like when Young Justice just magically disappeared, you're like, I got so used to doing that, watching that while I'm like cleaning dishes. It's like, nah, we just decided to take it off. It's like, see, this is why you have to have physical discs when, the, like you said, I can just go go to the shelf and pick, put it in when you guys are in the like, Yeah, I don't want to be at Netflix whims for what I watch and their right. windows and how long they have stuff. I'm good. I'll just buy it. And when you have original stuff, to me, that's where Netflix is worth the money because they put out a ton of original content, whether TV shows, whether movies, that's what I'm about. Netflix, not for movies that I can buy or on my shelf. And that's what pisses me off about Netflix because they'll have crap on there. Like for example, triple H made a movie with the girl from modern family. Right? <laughs> yes. That movie has been on yes. the Netflix queue since 2011. You know how I know? Because your daughters okay. watch it. Thank you. Right? I knew but that was the only reason you knew about that. That was the only reason. <laughs> but yet, if I want to watch Terminator 2, I have a six week window. Yep. Right. Exactly. I'm like, no, I'm good, fellas. So, yeah, uh-huh. that that's but the that's deal with all- Netflix. That's the thing with like all the streaming services, even streaming music for me was always kind of like, I mean, if there's an artist, I don't know a movie. I don't, don't, you know, I I do like the fact that I get, okay, if there's a movie I didn't feel something about, I'm already paying for this. Let me just listen to it. Nope. Fuck. Glad I didn't buy it. And that was, that's just our generation, our in-between generation of streaming and buying. Napster. Napster. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're the in-between generation of both like our album or tape or eight track. You know what I mean, or CD. Nothing to hipsters. And hey, no, no. Just ask, just ask Felicity. She'll stream it, put it into a disc in two seconds. Don't worry. Oh God. Anyway, <laughs> um, see, that's why I had to take a break from the CW, so I'm not really up on that joke. But I can just imagine, and I saw it in my head, and I still said, "Oh God," because I'm that tired. I'm that tired of this shit. Yep, that's it. So let's move on from there. So now we've got everybody going here. We've absolutely got to talk about the biggest news of the week. And I know I may be shattering and challenging your dummy of the week nominee. But fellas, let us now discuss Jesse Smollett. So I know when we talked about this earlier, some of y'all were, let's say, a little skeptical about the events that were being detailed. But now the whole story apparently is out. Apparently, he felt unappreciated and that he was not making enough money on Empire, the show which put him on the map because I don't know about you all, but I've never heard of him before Empire. And unlike everybody else on Empire, he's not starring in any movies since he's been on Empire. Instead, he's been on the show, which indicates a lack of demand. I mean, Javon just mentioned the girl from Modern Family doing a whack movie with Triple H, but it's a movie. Jesse Smollett demanded some attention, so he came up with the most harebrained scheme of all time, hiring two Nigerian dudes to beat him down as pro-maggots, and 
in during one of Chicago's coldest cold chill waves in decades, found him outside, clear, immediately identified him as gay, and started shouting racial and homophobic epithets at him. Found some bleach and a noose. Now, I mean, I feel like that's overkill in general, but this really painted him as a sympathetic character until people started thinking. And now the police have or they've released the guys, then they arrested him, and and Fox, I have to give Fox, or at least the Empire crew, a million points of credit because man, these guys stuck with him till the absolute bitter end. They were like, he is remaining a professional. Uh, we we're not doing anything. He's still here, right up until his arrest. And then it's like, well, we need to start uh, thinking of our options. But they they had his back big time. And this Joker decided to do all of this because he felt disrespected and wanted more money. Maybe this is like full circle where he wanted more money than Terrence Howard. Mind blown. Anyway, so fellas, let me hear what you think about this. Chief, what is your take on this whole Jesse Smollett situation? Uh, When I I first heard it, man, I knew that uh, it wasn't (laughs) – I knew that something sounded fishy in in the whole thing about it. I mean, first of all, in order for somebody to recognize you, to want to hurt you, they have to be watching the show. So you're telling me that two white supremacist dudes who have been watching the show just happen to catch you coming out of a subway at 2 o'clock in the morning (laughs) off the humble, and they already have a noose. Hold on, Chief. And an unknown chemical substance to pour in your face. And then not only that, you you saw his face the next day. It didn't even look like he took a good action. So it's somebody to so so somebody to have been waiting for you to give you their full hate. Like, yo, it's I've I've been to Chicago in the cold. So for anyone who wants to stand out inside in Chicago in the cold, I don't even go to Chicago past September anymore. If September 1st, you can't get me to go to Chicago. That's it. So I already know. So when oh, you man. when you outside just waiting for someone to show up, like, hmm, let's stand here and see what happens. Oh, shoot. It's the gay dude from that show we don't watch. Let's kick his ass. Let's kick his ass gently. And, and this is the thing they did. So they, they, you know what I mean? So, they, they, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, then he was like, "Yeah, I fought back, dude. You look even on TV. They say TV adds ten pounds to you. This dude still looks sickly on TV. Like, you you can't be but five six, a hundred and twenty five pounds, dude. You're telling me that two dudes put a whooping on you. You walked away. You know what I mean? You walked away with a forehead no. scratch. Right." That's, that's, that's untrue, man. They would have put the hurt on you. Then, to top it off, after that, you go to um, a talk show, the lady's talking to you, and you emphatically are like, no, nah, this is, this, you know, they did this. They, like, if I had been like, hey, man, you, let's, I'm, I'm going to need you to come on the talk show, I'd have been like, nah, I'm not going to show up. 
I'm not going to show up and then just a lie no. out there. No. Strong, no, you're like, lying. You, you, you can't get me to come out, like, to put the lie out there in front of everybody now. Because now you say, you're, you're in the joint, man, this ain't no lie. Because all those people who doubt me, they finna suck us. And now then, you got to sit there and justify this. Yeah. So I, I, don't, I don't know how that happens. I don't know. I don't understand uh, how you... How you do that, man? I mean, you know. And then my thing is, uh, have you seen the size of these dudes? They're huge. They look like wrestlers. Baku twins. Right. So twins. They straight out of a like, Those dudes are huge. This guy's hardly beat up. And then they just started to follow the follow the trail. Because I mean, like that just it didn't. I, <laughs> It just didn't, you know, it just didn't make no sense from the beginning. No, definitely by the time they showed their brothers, I was like, all right, that's enough. All right, this is enough. Yeah. This, you had me. You had me. <laughs> I don't think that shit. I was like, look, if this dude got beat up, you know what I mean? That's whackness. I think something's more to the story because something didn't add up. But he obviously was like beat up and all this stuff. I hey, guess I was right. Even though he hey, staged it, he was beat up. But. Good God! But hey, I didn't hey, think it was all about this. Hey, Gunner, Chief, Jason, Jeff, I for some reason this smelled like fish to me from the onset because two MAGA dudes walk around Chicago, Chicago. at two in the morning looking for looking for uh, anybody to beat up. And they choose the Empire dude in a well-known, uh, 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 in a well-known LGBT-friendly neighborhood is like that happening here in Dupont Circle. You know, we all know that area. That's highly unlikely. It's highly unlikely. Um, and the fact that from the onset they say, okay, well, Chicago police was like, okay, well, let's see the phone records to see, you know, what's good with that. That's what, and this is what people like, this is what regular people don't understand. These people in law enforcement, especially detectives, are paid to root out a lie. They're paid to get to the bottom of the story. They want to, they, they seek out the truth. So there are holes in that story. There were holes in that story from the onset that you didn't need to go through intense detective training or academy to see, okay, something's fishy about this. Because what? Why wouldn't if I'm assaulted? If I've been assaulted, I'm gonna cooperate, and I'm calling the police for help, and I want my the the people who assaulted me, my assailants, to be brought to justice. Why wouldn't I cooperate? Why wouldn't I cooperate from the onset? Doesn't that just delay the process of them being of the my assailants being apprehended? I would think so. Why would I step in? Why would I interfere with an investigation? So it all was funny to me. It sounded funny from the beginning. And more than that, more than Jussie, because we are now, it's been proven, you're a dummy. Um, what about all the people who just, this is where, I forget who it was who recently said, we are so quick in this society today to be judge, juror, and executioner before we even find the, 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 the meat of the story. If we hear it, as they say, triggered, we our offenses get triggered, and we just gotta. Oh, I'm I'm so behind this, and it's it's I'm, I'm, I gotta put all my support behind it. Well, okay, that's fine. I, I understand your passion, but 
Don't you want to find out more to the story if the story is actually real or not? And it sadly, seems like sadly no, because the thing is like yeah. we we are such a divided society. It's like yeah. we heard MAGA black dude. Trigger. Yes, they're, they're horrible people. Yes, Trigger. he has to be telling the truth instead of like using just like I mean because it was like when they were reporting the stories like wow that seems like a lot for one afternoon. I was like, wait, I mean, like, really, like one dude gotta, you don't know. Yeah, a noose? I mean, like, if you said one dude did this, but you brought off two dudes with a noose and bleach, like, if they, threw, if, they, if they threw bleach, you are blind. It's not like, oh, they just missed me. You're gone. No, it was the back of his head, according to the first report. Yeah, right, the first wait, report wait. is hey, everything. I believed, it, I, believed it. I was like, look. Oh, I'm sorry. I believed it. I was like, look, this dude, okay. I'm I'm just gonna go out there on the limb and just say look, I'm gonna believe, believe a brother. Arrogance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, so it's like, what, what was the point of like saying it was bleach? Like, so if somebody's got bleach, they're gonna throw it on the back of your head. Yeah, it was weird. Well, it was so yeah, cold so it, it like, turned to ice. What? Yeah, bleach. Oh, yeah, it was that cold. Right. It was that cold. That, I don't, I don't <laughs> even. I'm not a. I'm not a chemist, man. I don't know what the hell bleach does. I'm cool. All I know is I'm like, Super. okay, your brother got attacked by a white dude. I'm gonna believe it first, just because I am a black he, male in this country. That's the first step of me. Then I listen to the story. I'm like, ah, okay, you were out there. Those guys knew you. You just didn't want to say so yet. That was my complete conclusion at first. But you know, whatever happened, I didn't want him to get beat up. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right. Of course. Then this Bama didn't. Yeah, you know, like I said, I'm gonna believe that crap because I know how this country works. Mm-hmm. Um, they just found a dude who's in the Coast Guard, who's like a lieutenant in the Coast Guard with like mad stockpile trying to start a wage war. Like, come yeah. on, man. Like, things aren't far Who's looking so, for people to hunt. Yeah. Looking for people like, you're, like, you're, like your boy and taking. So I'm like, dude, stranger things have happened. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to believe this. And then the Bama didn't want to turn over his cell phone records. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Something, something, there's more to this story. I think I said that on, on the last podcast. I was like, something yes, more to this story. But, you know, I'm still on the mm-hmm. side. And then... I saw the pictures of the brothers. I'm like, yep, well, something happened here. <laughs> the I mean, the fact is, money. like, they have, like, like video of them buying the supplies. It's like, right. <laughs> I just and he paid him with a check. I was like, he paid him with a check. With a check. What are you, what I'm are like, you you're not, not about this life. You might as well have been motivated. You're not about this life. You didn't even think about that. There's an ATM down the street. You didn't even do that. Damn. Pay with check. He was like, nah, fellas, they've got cameras at the ATM. I'll just write you a check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> With my Thank address, the routing number, everything <laughs> that the feds can actually see. Wonderful. Criminal, uh, criminal uh, mastermind. How did they ever oh, find God. out? How did they ever find out? Who knows? They detected. They're like, all right, well, we're just going to ask these dudes. Those dudes are like, yeah, you made a check. <laughs> you want to check receipt? Here's the routing number and the deposit split. That we put in the account. So we passed it, it down the street. Checking send the, the receipt to Jesse Smollett's <laughs> cell phone number. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I just like I said, I, I was down for a minute, and then I was like, yeah, this is this ain't this ain't this ain't happening, man. Like then Gunner, there's still people hanging increasingly on. Questionable. Of you know, Gunner, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on. because. I, you know, as black men, these are realities. These kind of things happen, right? It's yeah. just when I heard, when I started to listen to, when you really heard and listened to this thing, man, even from the onset, I was like, hmm, something don't sound quite right. 
But I charge that. I charged it initially to maybe, you know, how when you're in a situation, if you're ever in a situation where you're being attacked and, and it's a volatile situation, things can happen really fast. Things can escalate really fast. Things can happen really fast to where details get lost in the mix, right? But then as little little by little as things started uh, to come out. Huh? Instead of Second being Jerry? white guys, they're two dudes from Nigeria. Right, okay, but even after in that, that right, after, after that, that, but even before that, when you hear white guys, I mean, like the, the 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 loosely interpreted story of what happened, you understand that, like I said, sometimes when it's a volatile situation, we're talking about life or death, man. Things can get lost in in, in the things can get details can get lost, but as more details arrived, it was like okay. This just doesn't sound right. It just didn't sound right. And I mean, I don't know. Um, God, I, I don't know. Like Lee Daniels, he's a showrunner, right? He, this is his baby empire, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Has he came out and said anything about it? No, you know why? leaving this alone. No, this, you know why? Yeah, there's really because nothing he, he can say. He doesn't, Bama doesn't pay anybody. So not that I'm not trying to excuse this Bama for doing this craziness, but this is the third time we're hearing. I'm saying this is the third time we're hearing like you know Lee Daniels ain't pay nobody for real. Think about that. So a lot of people are like, well, I blame Lee. I'm like, well, I don't blame this narcissist. I don't blame anything on a narcissist, but the narcissist crap. You know what yeah. I mean? And Ernie, Ernie, Ernie took the narcissistic way out of not ask, of asking for a raise. I'm like, so. <laughs> Now, call me self-centered. When I asked for a raise and got refused and someone said something rude to me uh, in a reply, I was like, cool. I guess I'm going to ramp up my business and leave yeah. this company. And I'll leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I know some. Can't he actually sing in real life? I don't care anymore. No, what I'm Supposedly. saying is, like, if, if he had the ability know. to sing, it's like, dude, why not say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to do a solo album just to keep your name out there. Like, I, 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 maybe that was step two. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Because I, I mean, to me, it's like you, you, you got to do an Lee album Daniels. with R. Kelly. Ooh, keep it in shy. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Jeff, you're, you're on time now. <laughs> oh, them Bamas might be in jail together, might, might room together in jail. You never know. Hmm. Yeah, I How really don't he? think homeboy. What, twenty eight, twenty seven, something Ooh, like that. He he misses the cut for Robert. I mean, I, good point. I don't know, man. Up, All right, so oh. let's move on. Let's let's move on because we can talk about this for a minute. All right, yeah. this Sunday is the Academy Awards, and I have negative interest in the show. The only reason I would watch it is if someone spoiled it and told me Black Panther won Best Picture so I could rewind to that exact moment. But that's about it. So I asked you all. So I asked you all to come up with your awards. Who wants to go first with your nominees for your Academy Awards? I didn't do my uh, homework. Do you, do you I thought you were all of uh, our categories, or just yeah, whatever. man. What you got? Whatever you got. Okay. Go all right. All right. I'm gonna go with my actual should be best pictures. 
I like how you're actually moving and ruffling paper to show that you did. <laughs> I, I did my like homework, nigga. <laughs> did my homework, okay? Messing up the curve, man. I ain't do my homework. Oh, this was like homework from like weeks ago. I just had the paper still around. Oh, yeah, I ain't do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For my best pictures, Avengers Infinity Wars, Black Panther, A Star is Born, Enter the Spideyverse, Bohemian Rhapsody, Mission Impossible Fallout, and Death of Superman. So, nice. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I think all those movies deserve a good watching. I, I have like friends who look at like all the best pictures for a year, and you like, and most of them are like, oh yeah, Sony's is like, but you can hear like they're like, yeah, I didn't like like the favor, like the most people, the favorite. Like everybody, the people who said they watched it, they're like, yeah, didn't care for it. I'm like, hmm, this is why you should go with a better, a more inclusive category like mine. Well, did you have any other nominees? Uh, for best, categories? I, I got, uh, let me see some stuff that uh, everyone might not have. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Lots of pages. Uh, uh, let's go with best actor, which is definitely different than the uh, boring list. So I got Remy Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody, Christian Bale for Vice, Dylan O'Brien for Maze Runner, The Death Cure, mm. Michael B. Jordan for Creed Two, and Michael Pinna from Extinction. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Then Ooh. best director. No best Ryan. actress. I only had two because I really, I mean, I, I had like Lady Gaga and Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians, but like the rest of the ones with really had good female leads, I didn't see. So gotcha. that, that's on me. So you didn't see yeah. the stars born, right? Yeah, you say Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Gaga. I had her. Okay. So. On Best Director category, Ryan Coogler for Black Panther, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Anthony and Joe Russo for Avengers Infinity War, Christopher McQuarrie for Mission Impossible Fallout, and Wes Ball for Maze Runner Death Cure. Because that actually had a lot of stuff going on that I really, I thought that was really cool. It was. Yeah. um, What else we got? Yeah. Oh, I got Best Supporting Actress. That's got some uh, okay. new ones. So I'll go with Best Supporting Actress, Latia Wright for Black Panther, Regina King for Beale Street Could Talk, and Amber Heard for Aquaman. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best Comedy, Crazy Wait, Rich Wait, you didn't have Michelle Yeoh for Crazy Rich Asians? I should have put her. You're right. That would have worked too. Okay. Okay. So, Best Comedy, Crazy Rich Asian, Deadpool 2, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I know I'm about to get some hate, but I actually did like this movie. Night School. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah. So, those those would be categories. If those movies were in categories, I would watch the Oscars. But since they're not, I will probably miss this Oscars. 
Okay. Well, I wouldn't say missing it, Bob. Keith Hadding told me that joke. Um, all right. All right. Hold on. Chief, did you do it? No, I did not. All right. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm, you, not that, think... uh, I'm not that artistically inclined. All right. I got you. All right. Jay King, what you got? Um, I got some unorthodox categories, so I'm gonna start with one that I really enjoy, one I really like um, as far as categories concerned. Uh, large, biggest fall from grace year, and that goes to John Travolta um, because we've watched John Travolta go from one of the biggest actors in the world to someone you don't hear his name anymore to resurrecting his career for a nice seven-year stretch to not hearing from him again after Battlefield Earth. And then being active again and producing or putting together this uh, film, Gotti, which was, I mean, it was a TV movie brought to the big screen. It was, it, it was beneath everybody involved. It, it was in almost fairness, bad. In, in fairness, his career cannot go any worse than Battlefield Earth. I don't even need to see that You know, movie here's the thing about that, Jeff. Here's the thing about it. Did you see Battlefield Earth? Oh, gosh, twice. Yes. And I hate right, Gunner Ford. Twice. You no. saw it twice. Jeff, we actually <laughs> right. watched it a bad movie night, and, and we Gunner couldn't get past that movie. It was yep. so right. bad, it just sucked all the oxygen out of the air. Here's the thing about Battlefield Earth. Oh, that's why you hate me for it? Because <laughs> you watch it. <laughs> I just said well, it should be on the bad movie night list. What part of it that is? It, it should understand? be. Right. <laughs> uh, we can't leave with that one. Well, here's the thing about Yo, Battlefield never leave Earth. It. Oh, God. Here's the thing about Battlefield Earth. It has a cult following, believe it or not. Gotti will never have Gotti will never have that. Gotti will never have that. That's that probably true. that pun on purpose, Jay? Come on. Who me? Yeah, was that pun on purpose? Which one? There was like a lot of the it a, has a cult following and there's like a lot of like well, it, Scientology themes. No, in no, that. no, 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 no. It okay. there is a lot of Scientology. It's a good one, but it's unintentional the same. That movie has a following online. You look, they have no, streams yeah. of it. Yeah. People like that movie. People do like that movie. Especially folks like the Roddenberry stuff. They like that movie a lot. Um, but like I said, Gotti will never achieve that status. Gotti is going to be <laughs> one of those films. Yeah, that that is the radish cake at the back of the refrigerator that nobody eats. Nobody wants that. Yeah, so there's that one. Uh, the We Active Award goes to Nicolas Cage because between Mandy, which was his best work of the year, Nicolas Cage put out like eight movies in 2018. <laughs> he wasn't bullshitting. Like, he was working. He got bills to pay. Yeah, he got bills to pay. Nicolas Cage is working. So he gets the We Active Award. Um, the I'm Killing It Low Key Right Now Award goes to my man Josh Brolin. And I like Josh Brolin because, like I said before, him and Jeff, uh, my man's name, Jeff Bridges, you could put them in a Western a year and i watch it. <laughs> if they did a Western every year, I would watch it. I don't give a damn what's it about. They just, they, 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 that's their, to me, they, they're good actors, great actors, but that's their genre to me. I got to see them in a Western together before it's all over. Um, but Josh Brolin killed it between Deadpool, Thanos, uh, uh, Sicario, yeah, those were three of my favorite movies. Um, not Thanos, but uh, of course, um, Avengers Infinity War. 
those are three of my favorite movies from last year, and he was in all of them. He killed it in every one, so he gets the We Active Award. Not the We Active Award, I'm sorry, the um, I'm Killing It Low-Key Award. And the Take Me Effing Seriously Award goes to Melissa McCarthy. And I've said this on this show before, Melissa McCarthy is the, if you're paying attention, she's a unique talent where she can make you shoot milk out your nose laughing or she can bring you to tears with her humanity, you know, her, the way she brings the human humanity out of a role that she plays when she plays these people who are tortured or tormented souls or going through something in their life. Mm-hmm. She brings that to the screen, you know, and like I said before, I'm so tired of her ca- or being casted. And that, that goes both ways because for what it's worth, she's accepting these roles too, but they pay, you know, but I think at this stage, she's proven herself to where she can do anything the hell she wants. And they really got to start throwing her more of these, these roles where she can display her range because she can take you wherever she wants to take you. And I would love to see that, you know, she's nominated for best actress for this year. And, um, I can never remember because the name, the, 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 the name of the can movie. Can you ever forgive name. me? Can you ever forgive me? It, it was one of my favorite watches of the year, and I think she deserves to win, at least be in the damn conversation, not just a pity pat head on a uh, tap on the head award by being nominated, but to actually win the award, you know, that would be huge. Um, she needs and a Steve Carell type of break there, and this could be really it. Like, this could you know be I mean? it. This could be it. He but, just reminds you know, me of so much. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Steve Carell deserves transition. that too, Gunner. Yeah, Steve Carell's yeah. in that conversation too. Um, I just feel like, you know, with Glenn Close and somebody did a period piece, whenever they got to play somebody from old England, it's like, okay, you can forget it. They're going to win the mm-hmm. award. That always right. pisses me off. Yeah, like, exactly. let, enough already. Enough already with that. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really um, glad that the favorite <laughs> is not going to take that best actress. Olivia Coleman was fine, but Rachel Weisz and, um, oh man, what's the old girl's name? Emma Stone? Thank you. They were all pretty much the leads in that film. So, I didn't necessarily agree with making her the lead for that award, and I'm fine with Glenn Close winning over her, just because I hated the favorite that much. But go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I agree, totally. Um, well, yeah, that's why I feel like, you know, Melissa McCarthy won't win because they, the, the the Academy loves these type of movies, whatever. Um, and this is a, even though she's not nominated for anything, she wasn't in a movie this year of any note, but the God We Miss Seeing You Award, even though you've gone through a lot and they, you, you've kind of been painted in a bad light, Monique, because I don't know if anybody remembers, 10 years ago, Monique set the Oscars on fire mm-hmm. with a movie called Precious. And you can't tell me that she's not worthy of another role like that or a role period. Something is really up there. I think some people, like she said, you don't just come to those conclusions because you're crazy, right? I think Monique may have said some things about some people and they didn't like it. So they kind of, you know, made some phone calls and, and painted the picture behind us. Yeah, you're done. Exactly. You saw how, um, what's the name? Uh, Les Moonves yeah, killed a, a singer's career. It wasn't even an actress. So. Yeah, so that can happen. So I think with that, I would love to nominate Monique for a category. We want to see you back on screens award 
to to Monique. I think it's it's well past time, and whoever it is, you know, she named names. Um, y'all need to get over yourselves. I mean, you know who you are and what you you know whatever you've done. If that's the case, we need to see more Monique. That's just how it goes. Okay. Is that that's your whole awards? That's that's my joint. Good deal. All right, so uh, we played this last week. Uh, I liked it. I know all the millions of people who are listening to our show liked it as well. They they haven't said a word, but yeah, (laughs) and dozens. Yeah, so this week we're going to play three best, three worst with uh, the heartthrob himself, Brad Pitt. Now, this dude has a million movies, and they are a ton of good options. Um, yeah, there's just, there's so many. I had a harder time finding three worse, but I want to hear from you guys first. So let's see. Uh, Chief, did you, you have three best, three worst for Brad Pitt? Let's see. A Brad Pitt movie. Uh, Vampire, Interview with a Vampire is one of the best. Uh... Benjamin Button, and I like the movie where he was uh, deaf. Those are, so right off the top, those are my Brad Pitt probably three of my favorite Brad Pitt movies I guess that I've watched. Uh, yeah, three worse. Three bad Brad Pitt movies. Uh, I'm gonna say which was. One bad, bad Brad Pitt movie. Probably the Z movie. I know that probably could have been better. Uh, it left me, it just kind of, I don't know. A lot of things happened in that journey. I'm like, come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, another bad Brad Pitt movie. Probably to some degree, even though it was action packed, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, it's a lot of action, but still, at the same time, yeah. you're like, eh. Yeah, that wasn't great, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't great. I agree. Uh, and another not-so-great Bad Pit movie. Uh, hmm. You know, it's going to sound funny to y'all, because I know a lot of people who liked it, but I didn't enjoy it that much. Um, it has some okay moments, but I like if it's on TV, I won't sit down and really watch it. And that's that one with uh, Brad Pitt was a boxer, like uh, Snatch. Uh, Snatch. Yep. Snatch. <laughs> I didn't like that that much. Solid choices. Uh, Gunner, how about you? And this was hard to find three bad ones. Oh, excuse me. I found two bad ones, but three I was like, yeah. Really? Two bad ones, yes. <laughs> Just he's because I didn't watch movies. that. I mean, because here's the thing: he's been in a lot of movies. One, two. Uh, if it's a bad movie, I'm not watching it. Like, you know what I mean? So okay. it's like, uh, right. you get what I mean? So okay, so yeah, well, good movie, definitely. So the best Brad Pitt movies I see, man. Look, Fight Club. That dude. Look, <laughs> I love that movie. Right. Seven. See, I'm a '90s Brad Pitt. <sighs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Seven, yeah. man. That dude killed that character, literally. Ha! How about that? And he killed Kevin Spacey. That's, that still holds up today. How about that? Yeah. Killed Kevin man. Spacey. 
<laughs> and I mean, honorable mention Ocean's Eleven because that was like an ensemble of ensembles, and his was per- his still stood out as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's real, right? And then um, you know, all the Savior movies are interesting. Um, but there was a. Uh, um, what was it? The, uh, oh no, I liked Snatch. I liked his character in Snatch. Now, can we call that a Brad Pitt movie? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I like yeah. it because you know why? He spent time with those folks to learn how to talk like them. Exactly. And it took me at yeah. least seven times of watching that movie. Now, I probably watched it like eighteen thousand <laughs> times, but it took it's me a few mind. times to really like. Oh, got it. <laughs> like it <laughs> took me a while to really get the cadence of what he did. I'm like, I don't know how long yeah. it took him to do that. But he got it. And it was unfortunate because I really wanted to put um, Interview with a Vampire on there because, wow, but he evolved way beyond that in Seven, so that's why that beat that one. Um, like, for real. Um, three bad ones. Ugh, I don't know about three bad ones. Two bad ones. Troy. <laughs> Troy needs to just go in the shitter. Just flush it. I don't own it. I've seen. I've. I've just seen one scene a couple times. Nah, I'm good. Like, nah. I, I try to watch that all the way through again. It just no. Take uh, it, scores. Yeah, yeah. I really can't think of three. I'm really trying to find another one where I was just like, think of another one and find another one. I'm like looking now because I really can't think of one that was bad that I actually saw. Okay. Like, I'm sure, but. Here's a, here's my here's my my grand finale because I was trying to find a third one. Ooh, cool world needs to oh, never be played yeah. again. The cartoon sex scene <laughs> and the chick oh turns into God. what's her name? What's her name? She was like the hot hot white chick. Kim Basinger. Kim, Kim Basinger. Man, look, I was like, well, at least she turned into Kim Basinger because this movie was uh, whack. It was supposed oh to be a Don't Roger Rabbit. And it, it was, was like the porn, softcore porn, Who Framed Roger Rabbit that only kind yeah. of, you know, that's what came on before and after sometimes on Skidamax back in the day in like the 90s, yeah. 2000s. That's how I like saw it. On like before and after uh, like Showgirls and like oh, all buffy, the Buffy Cops. <laughs> yeah, and all the Shannon Tweed <laughs> joints. <laughs> and Emmanuel and stuff, man. Like Emmanuel like, in wack. space. That's how whack this joint. Yeah, Emmanuel oh, in Africa. Terrible. And, and then Cool World. I'm like, oh, this movie sucks. But what? Oh, did I keep watching this stupid thing as a teenager? Yes. <laughs> it had movies. It, it had movies. two moments, and I'm like, oh, dude. Oh. But those and he turns into this cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> For those young listeners, you know, we grew up in an era where the internet internet porn wasn't readily available to any of us, so we had to find movie wherever we could find it. Cinemax, as we affectionately called it, Skinemax, was Skinemax. one of those outlets. <laughs> cool world frequented Skinemax so much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, let me go upstairs and put on my pajamas now and, you know, Watch Cool World and what's in what do I hear playing in my dad's room? Cool World. Sorry, Dad. I was just like, <laughs> you watch movies, man? I'm like you can go behind the curtain at Blockbuster, man. I can't. Like, why? Are you- <laughs> <laughs> Two a.m. boo, man. 
<laughs> well, I guess your dad's no longer subscribing to the show. Subscriber, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh man. All right, uh, Javon, what's yours? Uh, my three best of Brad Pitt are Fury. I love that movie. Uh, I love Weston, so the uh, incredibly long name for who killed Jesse James. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Yeah, it's the fascination of Jesse James you know, by the cowardly Robert. By the cowardly Robert, yeah. Um, that, that's number two. And my number three for Pitt, I don't like Moneyball because I'm a sports nerd. And Billy Bean is a fascinating character to me. He's a fascinating, one of these fascinating figures in sports, especially baseball. Because if you've never heard of Billy Bean, he's taken uh, the, an Oakland, yeah, an Oakland A's team who've been, you know, outside of the 80s doing a Conseco and uh, McGuire Bash Brothers era, you know, made them a, a respectable franchise in a small fledgling market with no money and basically keeping them in the verge of a playoff argument every year during his tenure as the general manager, financier, of the, not financier, but chief financial officer of the uh, Oakland, uh, Oakland Athletics. Uh, those are my three. And honorable mention to Killing Them Softly because that movie, even though it wasn't on nobody's favorites list, it was violent, and he did a good job of that. I thought it was dope. I liked it. Um, <clears throat> worst of Brad Pitt, um, of course, Cool World. Damn it. I'm sorry, y'all. I got two more honorable mentions. Seven and Twelve Monkeys. I love Twelve Monkeys. I forgot about Twelve Monkeys. Sorry. Um, uh, worst of Brad Pitt. Uh, cool World, obviously. And I wasn't a fan of Fight Club. Sorry. I I wasn't a fan. I thought it was okay. It was not it's even a weirder okay. Book. It's a weirder book. But... Yeah. Oh, all that dude's books are kind of out there, but it's a weirder book. I finally actually like read it, like mm-hmm. maybe like four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, <laughs> okay." Yeah, so it's kind of weird, like, right? Oh. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. So I see how. I mean, for a '90s movie to translate something like that, I mean, I think we've evolved now to where we can translate right. something like that. I and mean, look how evolved our our shows are. If you watch True, if you watch True Detective, you were like, okay, our brain. Oh, and, of course, and, this is garbage. Anything yeah, by like, that, garbage. Like yeah. if you watch, if you watch, yeah, if you buy, watch anything by by Bad Robot, you're like, yo, our brains need to be on to watch the show, exactly. um, or watch these shows, you know. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, so I'm like, Fight Club was pretty cerebral for such a what is that early '90s, '93. Me and my dad saw in the theater, so I'm trying to. No, that was '99. This was '99, but even still, Fight Club. I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. Oh shit! And this is like It even though it was cerebral, I just I was like, okay, and I, I just <laughs> didn't. They made such a big deal out of it. It's like Inception. How people try to go on and on about how smart Inception was. I'm like, no, not really. It, it was kind not of steps smart. Over itself. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It just steps all over itself. It's not a smart movie. So let me. So let me throw this out there. If Inception okay. came out near or around Fight Club or even a little earlier, right? Like in later, right? Then mm-hmm. I wonder if people would thought it would have been better. But now I'm kind of like, dude, we already seen this. This ain't cerebral know. at all. The best well, part I don't know, was Gunner, because people... Well, Gunner, I'm going to be honest with you. People fawn all over Inception. I still do. Still. 
I'm just saying, like, y'all, y'all bash the Inception, I'm like, yeah, I will no, watch I that movie it. anytime it comes on. It's okay. No, here's the problem. I liked it. I liked that movie, and yet I have not brought myself to watch it, and I own it, and it's still in this plastic little yeah. case. It's okay. It's, it's just like okay. I really want to watch it, like it more, but then I just don't watch it. Didn't we discuss this before? I was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> Okay. It's like it's, so it's we're an all okay movie. <laughs> all right, all right. So back off Inception, back to Brad Pitt. All right, did you uh, finish so, your list? No. So the three were Cool World, uh, Fight Club, and uh, what was the one that the one that put me to sleep? Seven Years into Bet. Holy shit! Oh <laughs> I mean, God, that was number sweeping, three. It was a sweeping epic, but it goes on. And on oh, and on. Not epic. It was epically long. It was an end epic. <laughs> it was just. It's supposed it to be one of those long. epics, but it just. Did it feel oh, like you were into that for seven God. years? I it told, felt exactly. like I was into that for seven years, but in that theater for another five. I felt like all flights to Tibet like kind of stopped for like months because everybody was like, "Look, I don't need to be here no more, man." Like. You know, all the expats just came back after watching it. Like, like, yeah, like yo, I'm out. It's done. I'm out. <laughs> and you I know totally what? forgot about I, that movie. Oh, my God. And you know what? I had to sit on a date watching that movie, right? And where? How else were we going to watch that movie? It's not like I, was, you know I don't want to watch on my own. Like, you know what? It's football season. <laughs> I, I know the, 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 the Colts are in the middle of a, a playoff run, and they're against the, 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 the Steelers this week. But I would much rather watch Seven Years in Tibet right now. I, I just I, I love Brad Pitt. No, not said no man ever. Um ninety seven? Yeah, no. Oh, no. Watching Independence Day. Like, come on, man. <laughs> no. You would have watched anything else. You would have watched anything else. The, the face off. Face off. Face off um, ninety seven? Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um Yeah, that that. I watched that movie on a date, and I just like you ever play that game Five Minutes to Kill Yourself? <laughs> Anybody ever remember that game? I remember that like, game. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a wave that I could excuse myself from this, not just the movie, but from this date. I was what sixteen, seventeen. I didn't have the heart to just get up and walk away. I didn't. I want. I wanted to bang the girl. I'm sorry. I wanted to be with the girl. So, Seventeen, eighteen, yeah, I, I didn't. Ha- I didn't have the heart to just like now. You talking to me now? Even five. Oh, I would have just got up. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I wouldn't even alive. Yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'll see you. See you around. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll see you. Not. Not. I'm going to the bathroom. No. I, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'll see you. Yeah, later. I'd have just walked out. No, I sat there through the whole thing, and that was brutal. That was punishment. That was punishment. So yeah, that's 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 up there. Okay. That's up there. All right, Jace. Okay. What's yours, Mr. Pitt? One second. All right, wake up screen. So all that time you weren't ready. <laughs> Jason's gonna say Ocean's twelve and thirteen. 
Yep. <laughs> 11, 12, and 13 is the best. Okay, sorry about that. It was on the wrong page. Okay, so on my best Brad Pitt movies, 12 Monkeys. That dude was completely crazy in that movie, which Damn. went along very well with that movie's theme. Uh, mm-hmm. Seven, because yeah, that was kind of a good coming out party for him. Looked good. I mean, it was like, like you put, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's head was in the box. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Good job. Uh, and as we, we we just happened to watch this this week, uh, Inglorious Bastards, because let's be honest, what's better than having people kill Nazis? I'm sorry. And they were very good at it. Killing Nazis. Nazis. Business is a booming. Okay. My uh, three words. World War Z, because that was just, just, come on. Troy, I didn't dislike that movie. I, I, I might be one of those. I saw the extended cut. I've never seen the theatrical cut. But Eric Banner was just better. So I'm, 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 I'm counting that one against him since he was the headliner. And I actually am going to go with Meet Joe Black. I, I mean, that was just. Oh, God. Uh, I forgot about that. that was yeah, I mean, that was basically like. I, I stayed pretty, away from that one. Yeah. Yeah, that was more. I'm pretty. Look at me. I'm like, dude, you got Anthony Hopkins. Like, what do you. I'm not sitting here three hours to watch this movie. It's like I watched the end of the movie like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, you got a good soundtrack at the end. Thank you. Good night. Oh, that was three hours? Yeah, that thing is like 245. You know what I'm saying? My radar was like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, like, there's certain movies you can tell it's like, uh, seven years in Tibet. How long is this movie? 245? Thank you. Four not interested. hours. <laughs> yeah, it's like. There's certain movies you can just your your spidey sense starts tingling. It's like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. So, shoot, I had to break up Amistad, and that's about a subject I like. Yeah. You know what's funny also? That's Brad Pitt though. Is he's been a part uh, in ensembles outside of the Ocean's movies of some really good movies. Mm-hmm. Departed. Isn't in Departed? Yeah. It was not. No, no. it was Leo. The the executive producer in that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. He's got he's got some great executive producer credits. All right, let me get to my. Oh, that was Wahlberg. I'm sorry, I'm thinking I'm mixing up my character. There. How yeah. in the world could you mix those two up? <laughs> Mark One Note Jeff Wahlberg my, versus Brad. Because oh, that was One Note Wahlberg. Because that was when it worked. Like that's why. That was the one movie it oh, worked. It must have been Brad Pitt because it worked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my worst Brad Pitt films, Babel. I couldn't stand that movie, and it felt oh. super long. You saw um, it? Yeah. Ooh. You know, actually reviewing them makes me see stuff I would not voluntarily choose. Uh, World War Z, and because it just defied zombie movie logic, you can't have star power unless you're Mila Jovovich in a zombie movie. It's just a rule. Uh, last worst film. I'm either trying to toss up between Killing Them Softly, which was boring to me, and Moneyball because I just wanted something different from both of those films. So flip a coin and decide. 
for my best list, I'm going to cheat and do like Javon and do honorable mention to the Ocean Trilogy because he was like the coolest dude in the room. And I just liked how he was playing cool Brad Pitt and it worked so well in those films. And he's kind of a goof, but he was suave and smooth. And it was just, I really liked those films and a large part because of how cool he was in those movies. Um, I am going to break everyone's curve here. I like Troy a lot, so that is definitely on my list. I agree with Jason. Eric Bana kind of stole the show and took all of his spotlight, but I like Troy because I like that whole story. Dig into it. And I thought they did a really great job with it. Uh, On my list of best films, Inglorious Bastards, because he was great as Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Uh, He was just he was hamming it up and and most of the time we don't see Brad Pitt just kind of having goofy fun, but he really just kind of cut loose with his over the top exaggerated accent and just going off killing Nazis. Great. I, I, I speak the best Italian. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, Seven's also on my list, and I think maybe that was a clean sweep for Seven because it's so great. And I think that was a film where it was like, oh, okay. He he's more than just this guy that People Magazine is going to always have in the running for the sexiest man in America. Which, by the way, is a man I find offensive, and I think we just need to embrace everybody's sexuality um, and their attractiveness because I don't like when men are objectified. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just now go, fix, I now go get me a beer. <laughs> a good right. firm pat on the behind and last is one of my favorite Brad Pitt movies and just movies in general The Curious Case of Benjamin Buttons I love the whole premise of the film and I think he does a great job and the CGI was kind of ahead of Marvel Studios with the working through the agent and the CGI like we work on the, like the small Brad Pitt where he's an old dude and then he's a young guy before he becomes a baby and was no longer Brad Pitt but yeah, I just really love that movie, and I thought he did a really good job in that performance. <clears throat> so that was it. I have a nominee for Dummy of the Week. Most of the time, I'm just kind of like, "Ah, hey, what do you guys got? But I have got one that I think is the prime Dummy of the Week. Let's see if you guys can beat me, since you cannot say Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Chief, you got a nominee for Dummy of the Week? Chief, are you here? Okay, maybe he's not. Gunner, how about you? Yeah, my fault. I'm here. Oh, I, I okay. Couldn't, I couldn't reach the mutant time. Oh, okay. In my pocket. You gotcha. know what I mean? <laughs> what happened? What's, who's your nominee for Dummy of the Week? Oh, Dummy of the Week? Oh, my man. You know, it's unanimous. If it isn't, then that's, that's wild. <laughs> I don't know. Who's going to beat that? Who's going to be, who's going to lie about getting their ass kicked? And they end up in jail behind it. That's like getting fired on your day off. You know what I mean? That is, that is worse than Craig from Friday. You know what I mean? Craig from I mean, Friday you, you, still became the hero of the right. neighborhood. A month ago, you was liked. Today, man, you you like that. You you goddamn mean. And, and, and the, the internet and black internet is, is undefeated. 
undefeated. Undefeated. You are, uh, you are a joke for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, whenever they speak of you, they will speak of this. You know what I mean? It won't even be Empire. Yeah, he played so and so. That blah, blah, blah. we won't even speak of that. This is they was faked an ass whooping. Who who didn't have to fake an ass whooping? Who could have just said? Who could have just said that two men did it to him without even having to hire somebody? That's how stupid that guy is. He could have went and said, "Damn, two dudes jumped me," and then he didn't even have to hire anybody. He hired somebody to kick his ass when he didn't even have to and lost that. You know what I mean? Like you didn't even have to. You didn't even have to hire anybody. Like why? Why you just ain't? Why you ain't just say that happened? Like I can go somewhere quiet right now and then call the cops and be like, "Man, two dudes jumped me," and like put an orange in a sock and then beat the hell out of myself. <laughs> and guess what? When the investigation comes up, <laughs> thank you. When the investigation comes up, <laughs> yeah, you you don't have there's not a shroud of evidence. It's just my word. Yeah, well, it must be telling the truth. You must be telling the truth because, uh, you know, we, we can't find nobody to say it isn't true. Like, you actually hired some Bamas to make up something that you got caught on when you didn't even have to make them up. You could've just, they could have been fictional characters. You know what I mean? Just some fictional characters. Like, the reason why you got caught, it wasn't where the ass sugar took place. They caught them walking away from it. If you hadn't said anything... And you just kept it like, yeah, if somebody jumped me, this is what they were doing, and then just said that. They would have never found out. There's no cell phone records. There's no, of course, your stupid ass is going to have to go to Subway and get a sandwich. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, right. but, you know what I mean? But you could have made it, you know what I mean? Like, that's the dumbest thing ever, man. Like, that, that's, that's just ridiculous. Like, now... Anytime somebody puts in a claim, for the next six months, somebody's going to be like, hmm. You know what I mean? I don't understand. You know, shit. I don't, my paycheck ain't shit either. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? When I ain't yelling, you know what I mean? I'm not yelling, somebody's whooping my ass. You got an ass kick. 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 You got an only world that works only world that works in is in boxing and like wrestling those fights that's the only way you get more money (laughs) not even in boxing because if you kick your ass you ain't going to get no more money (laughs) I mean if you throw the fight if your boss kicks your ass that equates to more money if some random dude in the street kicks your ass (laughs) you don't get no more money off of that you You don't don't get no money off of that you don't get no money. You got to get your ass kicked. What he should have had was his boss kick his ass, and then he would have got the money. You can't get kicked, your ass kicked by some random dude and then be like, yeah, I need more money. All right, well, pay me now. <laughs> right. So he's going to be like, and you lost the fight, and, you, and you're going to lose this one too. 
Right, come on, man. Yeah, if y'all got one better, man, let me know. Nah, that's that's the case right there. Oh man! All right, uh, Gunny, you got a nominee? Why would I have anybody else other than this dude, man? Like, first of all, this more than one dummy of the week. There's nobody else, zero zilch, no one that has done anything more stupid. Dude. Even our president. Think about that. Think about this. We thought we have the dumbest president, president in history of this 200-year crazy country. We've had some stupid presidents that have done some stupid things. And I'm like, <laughs> we thought like we've had a dumb a president, like the end. And this Bama them beat him at Dummy of the Week. That, that's a pro, that's a that's crazy special. feat. That's, that's a feat. This Bama gonna write a check, thirty five hundred dollars that he probably could have should have just paid the negotiator for, asking for a raise. I'm like, well, if you got thirty five hundred dollars to pay somebody to beat you up, you don't need a damn raise, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Like, what else do you? I mean, there's nothing else. There's nothing else, man. And then he gonna look at his mugshot, look like he gonna look like Hollywood Squares on his mugshot. I'm like, come on, man. Jesus. I mean, I've worked with a narcissist before, man. That's textbook narcissism. He's like, yeah, I got caught. Now I'm more popular. That's exactly how he's thinking. I don't care. I see it in his eyes. He doesn't care. Man, I did not watch that Good Morning Joint until Good Morning America Joint until today, right? This morning. Oh, God, and yeah. I'm like, this dude is killing us for attention. Hey, I, I, I don't like people coming on. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to revisit issues and stuff like that all the time. You going on Good Morning America to do what exactly? You know what I mean? Because them Bamas will put on, you know, them and like NBC. They'll put on the kid with the manga hat. You know, taunting the uh, Indian dude because that's what they were doing. I don't care what anybody says. Screw Covington, by the way. Um, the entire place. Anyway, um, the, but this Bama, there's nobody. There's just no other dummy of the week. This dude might be dummy of the month, actually. Okay. Hello. Yeah. The dummy of yeah. dummy of Black History Month. We gonna do this on Black History Month. Too. Right. Now, uh, you know what I mean? Black people got to, we can't cry wolf. We're not allowed to cry wolf. I'm just reading a col- column by an old colleague of mine in Cincinnati Inquirer. Like, this dude, it, it's true. We can't cry wolf anymore. Or we can't cry wolf, period. We're not allowed to. And now no one's going to take us seriously anymore, as if they did in the first place, right? Like, you know what I mean? You got, you got old school Emmett Till, like, it was like, yeah. That chick is still, what, sitting on her couch? Or she did, she died. Yeah. Oh, she died? Yeah. I thought she died. Oh, I thought she was still sitting on her couch like, yeah, dang, this dirty small dude pulled a meat. Nah, she did. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, seriously. So, I'm just like, there's nobody else, man. All right. Okay. Javon, you have any suggestions? Uh, as far as dummy, of course, Jesse takes the cake. But my hero of the week is Tristan Thompson. Come on, man! He was gonna be Ooh. my dummy of the week. Seriously, I, was, I had that queued up, man. Yes. Well, <laughs> all right, but I have another nominee. Call him dummy. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Be a dummy of the week. Cheated on a Kardashian. That's like par. Par for All right, all right, Javon. Go for it. I'm calling him hero. Y'all can call him dummy. I mean. 
you know. I don't understand how I, he's a dummy, though. Yeah. I'm, Go ahead, calling, I'm calling him a hero because, come on, I'm a married man. But, right, right. You know, no, baby, I'm, baby I'm you calling listen? him a oh. hero because he's <laughs> about to lose your wife as a subscriber, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, wait, you were on a date with some girl? Now you're telling <laughs> wait, me this. Wait, wait, uh, wait, what? No, I'm I'm calling him hero because he got out of that crazy train. He got off the crazy train. He's still there. Well, he's, he's got a. He's he, not going to be like seriously. He's not as invested as you or any of us would be, and I, or anybody on this podcast would be, oh, right? Okay, Javon. He'll throw some money at it, and what he'll be weekend dad once or twice a month, <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay, throw that, some money at it. Hold, hold on. That's Am I goes. wrong? But I mean, maybe this is because I'm old. But that little girl he's dating really looks like she's about 15. Probably. I'm like, I'm just like, uh, and now Kylie looks all of like, well, pl- whatever age plastic is these days, yeah. but. Wow. She's got a receipt. She's got I, a receipt. I mean, she, wow. hey, I, I'm sure she feels very good about herself and she's got a leisure of fans that appreciate the way she looks. So hey, she's, she's happy. Go, she's sitting on several hundred millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like a bill, almost a billionaire. Yeah, nobody's crying for her. Self-made billionaire, by the way. Yeah, self-made, all her. Yeah, Uh, nobody's crying for her. No, no, no. She was self-made by uh, Ray J. Shot. Well, the whole family was, but you know. That was the shot that that was the shot that made an empire. Actually, yeah. that Ray J work for Ray J. Ray J should literally trademark that as the money shot. That right there. Yeah, Ray J got money off the vivid situation, and then he had to shit. That's what the whole lawsuit was kind of about. Like he went and sold his joint, so he yeah, made he money off the original joint. In the yeah. long run, who made the most money? Let's say Ray J oh, got yeah, that exactly. quiet money. Yeah, quiet as in we don't hear it. Yeah, right. Um, quiet. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude. Ray J. Hey, Jeff. The love of Ray J. Oh wow, yeah. one show that two guys. Yeah, the same kind of show that two guys who were. Who were cast members on Who Wants to Do It to uh, a Reject from the Flavor of Love show on, Jeff? No. Look it. Look it. Look it. Kim Kardashian put her no talent family on. Off of, <laughs> she has no talent, okay? The I mean, she does. She can string words together and take something. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. All right. Saw the videos. There's some talent. There's some talent there, huh? There's some talent there, huh? <laughs> but. Yeah. I mean, she built an empire on that tape. Yeah. And you know what? I, you know, I'm not hey, gonna hey, 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 God, I'm glad the Chicago police don't want your cell phone. Say what again? I'm glad the Chicago police isn't asking for your cell phone. <coughs> Lord, if anybody asks my cell phone, <laughs> get to get run over by the car. <laughs> Uh, we we, we may we may know somebody who's had to throw a phone against a wall to destroy all evidence. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that brother. Anyway, uh... <laughs> so, <laughs> my current count we've lost three or four subscribers this, on this show. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So all right. So so that was your hero for the week. Okay. Oh yeah. Tristan right. Thompson for getting that for getting out. Yeah. <laughs> he got out and didn't even need a, a flash. All right, Chase. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually gonna. I'm. I, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I. I think there's always more money to be made by sticking around those three or however many cuckoos there are. Is just as long as you don't sip any tea they give you, you're fine. <laughs> nah, yeah. But I mean, nah, if, they, if you okay. get a, if you get a tea, you see them start <laughs> twirling around, just run. I mean, yep. so Chris maybe. Got that. 
twirl on point. She said, ting, ting. <laughs> oh, no. And freaking Kanye is going to meet with freaking Trump just for the hell of it. <laughs> Are you my daddy? <laughs> There's other things I could say, but I'll leave that alone. Oh, man. Right. So my nominee, my nominee for Dummy of the Week is Jordan Woods. Now, that is the young lady that Tristan Thompson hooked up with. Now, the deal why I nominated her is because she is Kylie's best friend. So this is from the world of I'm never going to get caught, the book and novel that's soon to be adapted to a Lifetime movie from Jesse Smollett's life. How does she sleep with her best friend's sister's husband? And not expect to get caught. No. How does she not just expect to just be a nice hanger on and randomly get thrown a couple millions of dollars and just for doing nothing? she with Kylie. Like, what? she had to leave the house. I mean, you're getting paid Kardashian hanger on money to do absolutely nothing. less than nothing. I mean, you Literally. don't even, they do nothing. So you get paid to do less than nothing. You live with her. Why would you jeopardize your home for Tristan Thompson? But hey, his money will be around long after Kylie's his. Never mind. I gotta think. I got no. Lip fillers, lip fillers make big bucks, unlike uh-huh. Tristan Thompson's knee. Maybe they Look, should put some hey, lip filler hey, in his knee. All that stuff's par to me, man. That whole scene is trash, man. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, man. But if you, if you were a hanger thing. on, yeah, you should understand your role. Like, I mean. I mean, like, you, 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 have to, you, you gotta be the goon. Yeah. If you're a dude, you gotta be the goon. If it's a girl, you gotta be sure to take the selfies. I make mean, them look, I mean, if, if you're nobody, James, I get it. But I'm Tristan Thompson. I play in the NBA. I'm a big man in the NBA. I'm gonna make $15 million a year from now until my knees just pop out of socket. I'm good. I don't know. No, so I'm anybody. talking about Jordan because she has no talent. In his no, 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 Jordan, no, 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 no. I'm talking about Tristan. Jordan's no, she's an idiot. She's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Now, at, at that point, do you just say hope? You're like, okay, I have one hope to actually still be able to cash in on this. Is I need him to knock me up as soon as possible so I can get on the real basketball housewives as soon I as possible. I think maybe well, she I mean, should do a dumb. tape, and I that mean, way it could really come full circle. Ooh, I, mean, he, he, I had the exact same thought. He's dumb. I when I read it, I was like, maybe she was just trying to get on one of them other shows, right? You know what I mean? Like, baby. I don't know. Uh, that whole You're going to be a baby now. mama to get on them. You can't be I mean, for, for, just regular hanging on. Mike China got on. Damn. What happened to just you going know? to college and getting a damn job, man? There's families out here. Hey, what is student work? loan debt's pretty poor. dumb. He likes to make children. He just goes around making people wherever he goes. Why not? <laughs> he can make another person with her. Shit. He's not Dwight Howard. Ooh. <laughs> Who's another idiot? Bro, <laughs> I'd like to purchase some box of condoms. No. Tell me the week before we started the podcast. What is this thing you speak of, condom? What is that? <laughs> What's that, Hobbit? All right, so you know. <laughs> hold birth before you impregnate her. You know, I thought you meant hold the birth. Oh, got it. We're out of control. So uh, maybe some of us will watch the YouTube highlights of the Oscars next week. I think we're gonna go with the best and worst of Quentin Tarantino because I'm very curious to hear what y'all say about that one. 
Uh, huh. So that's going to do it for this episode because we, we've gone over a minute. Uh, thank y'all out there for listening. Fellas, thank y'all as always. This episode allows movie files.